0: This reading is from 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 9 to 13. Surely you remember, brothers, our toil and hardship. We worked night and day in order not to be a burden to anyone, while we preached the gospel of God to you. You are witnesses, and so is God, of how holy, righteous, and blameless we were among you who believed for you know that we dealt with each other with each of you as a father deals with his own children encouraging comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory and we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God which you heard from us you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. Thanks be to God.
1: The New Testament reading is taken from Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 to 12. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, So you must obey them and do everything they tell you. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy loads and put them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for men to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted in the marketplaces and for men to call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have only one master and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father and he is in heaven nor are you to be called teacher, for you have one teacher, the Christ. The greatest among you will be your servant, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Thanks be to God.
2: Thank you. And I just say thank you to our choir uh, today. Um, it's, every week is a, is, is a good week, but this was particularly a good week. It just shows what can happen when we have a, almost a full complement of our, of our choir. It was a lovely uh, rendition. Thank you very much indeed today. Really appreciated that. From Matthew 23 and verse 11, the greatest among you will be your servant. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you for your words that you give to us in the scriptures, and we pray now for your Holy Spirit to come and breathe into these words and bring them to life for us so that we might live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I have to confess that I got into a bit of trouble with my, lo- with my wife last week. Uh, it was a bit of a long story, but i try and keep it as short as possible, but What happened was, um, a couple of months ago, my youngest daughter, Sarah, who still lives with us at the moment, uh, my youngest daughter, Sarah, bought a PS4. Now, for those that don't know what a PS4 is, it's a PlayStation 4. And for those that don't even know what a PlayStation 4 is, it's a kind of computer games console thing. And she bought this PlayStation 4 To replace her PlayStation 3, something about better graphics or something rather—I don't know—but anyway, that's what she said. So then there was the question about what to do with the PlayStation 3. Well, I said, "Well, I'll take it up to the house, our house that we have in Lincolnshire. I'm sure we'll be able to find some use for it up there." And because the PlayStation 3 plays DVDs, you know, like films, film DVDs, when I installed the PlayStation 3 up in Lincolnshire, in our house up in Lincolnshire, I took out the old DVD player. Fair enough, we didn't need, I didn't think we needed two DVD players, so I took out the DVD player and just had the PS3. Anyway, Angie went back to uh, Lincolnshire, as she does every sort of couple of weeks or so, just to sort of make sure the house is okay. She stays up there for a couple of weeks and what have you. And on Wednesday, I had a phone call. How do I play a DVD? The thing about a PlayStation, I don't know if you're familiar with PlayStation 3s, but unfortunately, playing a DVD on a PS3 is not the most intuitive thing that you can do. So over the phone, I tried to talk her through what she had to do. Uh, I had to talk about logging in and uh, using the buttons on the controllers and everything else, go through the various menus and what have you, and I could sense (laughs) at the other end of the phone that she was becoming more and more frustrated with this whole process and in the end, She gave up completely. She said, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't do this. Well, I said, I'll just have to show you. But unfortunately, that now won't be until after Christmas when I'm actually up there again. So I'll leave you to imagine the rest. There's a really important moral, of course, in that story, in that experience, And that is that it is far better to show someone what to do than simply to tell them what to do. And that really, in fact, comes out of the two readings that we've had this morning. In Matthew 23, Jesus criticizes the Pharisees and the teachers of the law for telling people what to do, but not actually doing it themselves. They like to show off, they like all the trappings of their position, their status, their religious authority. They like to make people aware of who and what they are, but they actually don't carry out what they teach. They don't practice what they preach. Instead, they impose all kinds of heavy laws and regulations that weigh the people down. Jesus says, they don't practice what they preach. They tie up heavy, cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Bishop Tom Wright, in his commentary on this particular uh, Account and Bishop Tom Wright, of course, has been here at uh, one of our our lectures, and uh, he tells of how he was going on a camping trip, a hiking trip, and he went into a a, a camping shop and um, bought all the equipment that he needed is camping, his um, cooking equipment, and his tent, and his sleeping bag, and everything else, and he said he packed it into this uh, rucksack, and he said he struggled to put it on, and it was so heavy that he didn't think he was even going to make it out of the shop, let alone go hiking into the mountains, and he said... As the uh, salesperson was helping him on with this rucksack, he happened to get into conversation to, with the, the salesperson, and he said, well, what sort of holidays do you go on? And the salesperson says, oh, he said, I just go down to the seaside. He said, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't even lift any of this stuff. I've got a bad back. And uh, Tom Wright said that by the time he got to the end of the street, under the burden of all this heavy load, the images of the Pharisees and the scribes were coming into his mind. By contrast, Paul says in Thessalonians that he says, we worked night and day so that we might not be a burden to anyone while we preached the gospel to you. And he says that, in fact, he not only preached the gospel in words, they actually tried to live it out. They tried to demonstrate it, to, to show what it meant. Someone once said, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I, I can see that, actually. Far better to be able to see something than simply someone just tell you. Or to use a common phrase that uh, we hear around today, it's not enough to talk the talk. You have to walk the walk. Now, of course, this isn't just limited to religion and uh, the whole scandal in uh, the entertainment world with the Harvey Weinstein business and the now spilling over into the political Sphere as well about inappropriate behavior and the abuse of power and authority uh, is uh, Is all connected to this really No matter what we might think about what's happening today and in in many ways the hysteria uh, of uh, the current Situation in many ways what's becoming clear is that it's just the tip of the iceberg of the abuse of power and influence, of people's actions not being consistent with their status. In fact, we see, if we didn't know it already, it is in fact endemic within our society. Which is even more reason why, as Christians, we need to behave differently from all that. It's not... What we say that counts. It's the way that we live. In uh, this particular passage in Matthew 23, you might know that this particular passage in Matthew 23 begins the last and fifth block of teaching in Matthew's Gospel. Matthew's Gospel is divided up into five blocks of teaching It's thought to mirror, really, and maybe even, in fact, to supersede the first five books of the Old Testament, the Torah, the books of the law. And Matthew is saying, actually, I'm giving you a new law now, the law to live by according to Jesus. And the first of those blocks, those five blocks, begins with the Sermon on the Mount in chapter 5. And now it ends, the last block ends here with this fifth block, which is sometimes described as the Olivet Discourse. It's it's the part where Jesus then begins to focus on the cross and beyond. Where we might therefore say that the Sermon on the Mount is really about talking the talk, so in this last section... Jesus is walking the walk. And I think that's why Jesus gets particularly upset with the Pharisees because they were doing the opposite. They were talking the talk. And that was it. Jesus shows us that his way is not just to talk the talk, we have to walk the walk to put our faith into action, not just to tell people about the kingdom of God, but actually to show them, to illustrate to them what the kingdom of God looks like. And I'd, I'd like that for people when they come in here. I hope that's what happens when people come in here into our fellowship. They actually don't hear us talking about the kingdom of God, but they actually see what it looks like in the way that we live and behave with one another that's why it's so good that in a few few moments we're going to recommission our pastoral visitors in this service because that's just one small part but it's a part of us walking the walk it's part of us not just talking about the kingdom of god but showing it living it out And it's true for all of us, not to talk the talk, but to walk the walk, to walk with Jesus, walk alongside him. And as we walk alongside Jesus, to walk alongside others in their need. Thanks be to God. Amen.